Hello, everybody. I am Sino Agueze. And I'm Kelly Agueze. And, and this, this is, is Agueze Uncut. This podcast is a free-flowing conversation where we dive into a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Some will make you laugh. Others will make you think. But we hope that no matter what, you enjoy being a part of the conversation. So listen up, everybody. We're starting right now. Everybody come together. Let's rhyme. Let's flow. You let's don't know do man. what we got to do. Oh you don't. It's Christmas season, yeah. y'all. Y'all don't know what y'all just missed. What? Oh <laughs> Brett is crying. Oh, my God. What did we do? Pastor Cena and Kelly were rapping to the, to the intro. <laughs> I hope I got it recorded. He started crying. You know, she used to rap, actually. I used to want to be a rapper. Are you serious? I heard you. Back when Master P came out. Oh my God! Make him say, "Oh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah." <laughs> All right, church folks, don't be judging oh us God, now. You know how so how church funny. people can get sometimes. It's not just for church folks. Though, oh, that's right. Everybody's welcome. This is, everybody. Oh my God! I got to start crying. Y'all, let's oh. get Brandon a moment. Everybody, stretch your hands that way. Oh my God! But I did. I just want to be a rapper. I I knew all the songs too. <laughs> for real, Tupac. Uh, Feel. Tupac, <laughs> help. Come with me. <laughs> oh, <Mary>. Wow. <laughs> Even though my daddy forbidding me to listen to it, I listened to it anyway. Everybody oh, did. Oh, oh. The blood. Oh, oh, now he wants to be super <laughs> oh, religious. Jesus. Yes. It washes us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wash me, Lord. Wash me clean. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Okay, guys. I always say this, though. Like, you know, we'll be doing the videos in the morning. And I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, a little sleepy, but ready. And out of nowhere, he'll go, oh, the presence is so strong in here. I just felt the wind of his spirit. And I'm, like, sitting right next to him. And I'm like, did I miss did that? I, how did I miss that? Like, I didn't, I didn't feel nothing. Pastor Cena always is in the Holy of Holies, as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always at Jesus' feet. Yes, I feel the presence. So I've learned to say... Yes. <laughs> if, if you feel it, I feel but it. But if you roll back to the beginning videos, I used to be like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, amen. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. Hey. hey. We're back. We're, we are back, people. Yeah. We are back. And today we're talking about <laughs> holiday spending. Mm. And we're going to start this being very, very transparent with Pastor Kelly first. Mm. Spend up money. Mm-mm. What's That's what the Kelly worst says. thing you've ever done as it relates to holiday spending? Go. Spent the money that I wasn't supposed to spend. Like I spent <laughs> like bill money. You spent bill money. Uh huh. And really, really oh. just over exceeded trying to please way too many people for Christmas. So you spent bill money before. Ran up credit cards. Wow. All of that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All of that. Yeah, I ran up the the little two credit cards I had. Yeah. I did them. Bad. I ain't had much of a limit, but <laughs> three hundred dollars. <laughs> Fresh out of college, that three fifty limit. <laughs> I tore it up. I thought that was. Some- <laughs> I tore it up. Banana Republic. I, I tore oh, it. Oh, all that. I, I don't know why I didn't think I would have to pay that money back. I I, they don't teach you that part. No, they don't. That's something we got to make sure we're teaching the empire and stuff, okay. like letting the younger yeah. people know about that credit card debt. It's a no, no. Yeah. 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 So, Pastor Cena, what's the craziest amount? That Honestly, I've never been a shopping guy. Now he hates it. Yeah, you know, you got to so drag him true. in so, somewhere. So I've never really ever, you know, I have one big item a year, mm-hmm. and it's it covers, you know, everything in the year, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't really. What do you mean shopping. one big item? Like. He goes shopping once. once a year. No, not even go shopping once a year. When I get something I really like, oh. it can be pretty expensive. But that's about 
how I shop. But it money. wasn't for it wasn't things for myself. It was for the kids and yeah. stuff like that. No, it was it was never me overspending on myself. Yeah. Cause like I'm just now learning how to actually do stuff for myself. I was always putting everybody else before me. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never really, you know, I don't even like shopping, to be honest with you. Yeah. Kelly's kind of getting mm-hmm. me into that mode now. You're adjusting nicely. But <clears throat> But you still don't really like it. Yeah. 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 I think the worst thing I ever did, like I spent bill money and i spent i will, I probably spent somebody else money oh lord <laughs> jesus that's pretty yeah, bad yeah i did one time i spent my mama's money oh how you do that I, I went i thought it was mine it was in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> it was in your pocket okay. it's yours it pocket. i thought i thought you said you had a way of replenishing it if you spend it uh, I thought that's what you're gonna say but no. no he just thought it was his no, i thought it was mine and you i had spent, a plan b for the plan a no it was no plan b it was like <laughs> oops it was in my pocket and it was somebody's gift at that point. I did Let me throw this in. You know, though. this is not about Christmas. I don't remember what time of the year I did this. And it sounds a little crazy, but God is so faithful. I have a very good friend, and this was years ago. And it may have been around Christmas time, but I'm not really sure. But she was really struggling to pay her rent. And I didn't have any money, right? I was already a nurse practitioner and all that. But I didn't have any money. And so what I did was I took out a bank loan. She did not ask me to. But I took out a, I took out a bank loan for I think fifteen hundred dollars, so I borrowed the money and then gave her the money um, for her rent and some other bills, and it took me two years to pay that loan off, and that looks so like crazy. Like why would I be that you know like that into somebody else where I would literally put myself in debt mm-hmm. um, to pay off somebody else to pay somebody's rent and so forth? But I literally paid that loan off in twenty seventeen. Uh, when everything turned around for me and, and when the ministry was officially born and when the store was officially born and that same year that I also walked away from my job, but it was that year when I walked away from my job that within like a month of walking away from my job, I looked back and said, I, I still owe like $1,000 on that bill. And I was like, I just paid it off in full. And I just wanted to say that to say, you know, when you do give of yourself and you really do put other people before you, that's not a bad thing because God always, always sees it. Mm-hmm. And even though it took me two years to pay it off, like God has so rewarded me since then and for whatever reason that came to me as we were talking about this so maybe it was around Christmas I'm not sure mm-hmm. but I just remember how God really really rewarded me but it was like years later but he mm-hmm. did not forget that sacrifice that I did make for another family right yeah but that's a big deal yeah that's you know a, that's I mean? a sacrifice that's a huge yeah I've never heard of anybody you know how you just really want to help somebody yeah, from the bank deal. just I did. to help somebody else yeah. and then it takes you about two years to to pay it off. Yeah. It looks like I'm getting a call from India. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me tell. Tell them you're live. You're getting this live right here. We're not going to stop it. Yep, yeah, keep going. This live and right so, here. yeah, but I mean, I, you know how you say, I wish I could help. Mm-hmm. I just wish I could help. You know, a lot of times it is something you can do if you're willing to do it. And right. so I'm very thankful that I did that because, you know, I know that moved the heart of God. Absolutely. That yeah. definitely moved the heart of God. And, he definitely sees that, and yeah. he doesn't hold it in vain. But a lot of times, we could just be, especially during the holiday season, yeah. just frivolous. I used to be so frustrated, Brandon, because I knew Christmas was coming. Mm-hmm. I knew 12 months in advance that Christmas was coming, and so I would get so frustrated. I remember in 2016, I made a deal with my friend Mary, uh, my older friend. She was my teacher. She taught me how to public speak, and I remember that Christmas came, and we were so broke. And we were like, moving forward, we're going to save a certain amount of money every month so that next Christmas we will not 
run into this. And I really did. I began to save. So that was in 2016. So then you go to 2017 again, the year that I walked off my job. And I walked off my job that year. I actually had about $650, $700 saved in my Christmas club for Christmas, which I had never done before. But I was just tired of like letting Christmas like sneak up on me. Like I know Christmas is coming. I know the kids, I have to buy things for them and, and for people and stuff like that. So instead of letting it sneak up on you and being unprepared, I was like, I don't care if I put $20 in here a month, I'm going to put something in this account. So at the end of the year, I have something. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I set up for an auto draft. So the, so the credit union automatically would take that money out. And I promise, no matter what, I am not going to touch that money until Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and when I made that commitment from 2016 to 2017, God honored it. I, I did mm-hmm. not touch it. And I had that money when it was time for Christmas. So that's a big that's right. note in holiday <clears throat> spending. Let's be prepared. For yeah, Christmas. like you know that's it's coming. That's a, yeah. that's a tool that a whole lot of us don't use. I know I don't. And just blessed to be a little fortunate. Uh, and me and Trinity, like, we have big outside families, you right, guys right. know, but it's just me, her, and Tyler. So right. We're, yeah. It's easier to maintain yeah, with is. three yeah, people. When but it's, when it's uh, smaller family. But I had five yeah. kids, you yes. know. And so I would, I would throw another thing I think people should consider is to redefine, to right. recreate the real culture of Christmas. Right, right. And not uh, put too much emphasis on the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But put... Uh, some of that emphasis on the person. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. honestly, um, many years ago, um, God used the man to really turn my life around when he spoke on the subject that half of the things you think you need, you really don't need them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, a lot of, especially if you have younger kids, you go out there and you buy them toys within two one weeks, week. Look, or oh, two weeks later, they, you don't see they, any of it. No, you know, Nothing. they don't even cherish it. You know, that's so funny that you said that. My niece... Um, my niece Bailey and my niece London were with uh, my mother-in-law. Um, we call her Mama Lo. So they were with Mama Lo. Mama Lo, Mama Lo. And um, Mama Lo, of course, she's a vet. She got uh, nine kids and all these grandkids wow. now. Yeah. So she had the kids. We were at work. Uh, we got back. Uh, we were like, where are y'all going? Because we saw Trinity's car gone. Called her, where y'all going? Oh, I just took the babies out to get a few items, you know. We like took them out to get a few items. She took them to the dollar store. Okay. And let them get three gifts each. And they came to the house. <laughs> and my niece Bailey said, Best day ever. Three dollars. Three dollars. Exactly. And, but that yeah. shows you those small kids, like yeah. you were saying, we yeah. literally we make it, we over we do overdo it. it. Yeah. Like we literally overdo it. I know my dad always tells this story where he was he would get maybe one toy and he would get an orange, an apple, fruit, yeah, some yeah. um peppermints yep. and pecans. Uh-huh. I would say just That's right. have a whole get for Christmas. New perspective That's right. on Christmas. And we kind of so touched get... on it on the last yeah. one, just saying, you know, really like you're saying family and yeah. games and of course Jesus like taking the focus off because it really pressures people and then a lot of people get depressed yeah. this time of year it's, it's the most depressing season of the year they say that right November December yeah. January season yeah and I think Very a lot depressive. of that is because of finances, lack mm-hmm. or lack thereof, you know, when it's really, that was, that was never the design of Christmas. It's never yeah. the design. We just I take would, stuff and distort things. Yeah, I would say, you know, you know the size of your pocket. Don't overdo it. If you fall into debt, you know, it's highly likely you're going to have to bear the consequences of and that And then this is alone. the time of the year when you credit know. unions and things offer you these Christmas it's, loans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it only puts you in debt for the, until yeah. next Christmas. Yeah. You have to be really careful about... I don't recommend borrowing for Christmas. Yeah. I've done it before, but 
It only puts you in a hole that you have to climb yes. out of for the next 12 months yes. in order to get out of it. And by that time, it's Christmas again. And guess Man, what? You need to get back in that hole. You borrowed yeah. it again. They give you a little bit more. So it's, it's really like a trap. I would say in the Christian home, you know, really place the emphasis, uh, re-engineer the culture. I mean, change the culture. Yeah. Put the emphasis on the person, his birthday, and then just do what you possibly can without overstretching yourself or look for other creative ideas to make up for maybe the lack of some of the gifts you wished you could have bought for the kids. Look for other creative ideas. Go out, um, do an activity. Right. You know, things that they'll so always many, remember. You know, things they'll always remember. I think Watching a movie, going mm -hmm. to the movies, you know, mm -hmm. doing fun mm -hmm. stuff together, going roller skating or yes. something like that. Bowling, you know, I cannot I bowl. I love that. Um, but the, but the funny thing is, the fun. and make it yeah, fun. And make don't make fun. them feel like they're losing something. Or don't make them feel like other kids are getting better things than they don't. Yeah, just. Yeah, I think society places a lot of undue pressures on us yeah. if we allow it. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things I wanted to say about this Christmas is this will probably be the Christmas that I spend the least amount of money. Mm. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to prove anything to anyone. Uh, I'm not here to overspend. And I really want us to focus on family. family. When our anniversary came, our first anniversary, you know, we celebrate both. Mm -hmm. The first one was in October, and I was like, don't buy anything for my anniversary. And I wasn't trying to be funny, but, like, there's really, I have him. I have the children. Like, I'm very happy. I'm very content. And I was like, I'm not trying to be funny, but I really don't want you to buy me anything. He's like, but don't buy me anything either. I said, I'm not. But I wasn't trying to be funny, but, like, I so value the relationship mm -hmm. that it's no longer about what did he get me. Mm -hmm. What did, what, what can I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm learning that. Things are more important than that. It's not just what you do on our anniversary. It's not just what you do on Christmas. It's mm -hmm. not just what you do on my birthday. But what do we do every day? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when you live your life like that, do we add value every day? Then you don't have to put so much emphasis on one particular day. Yes, you honor people. I'm not saying don't honor people. But right. you don't have to have that stress of what do I buy this person mm -hmm. or how much should I spend? Or, you know, mm -hmm. just if you really... Focus on being a friend or, or being a parent or whatever it is your role is. I think people, whatever you give them, I think they'll be appreciative of it. Well, let me throw this in. And I don't know, like, you'll notice that at times during Christmas season where <clears throat> uh, the family really connects. Right. You know, there's a conversation going on. And somewhere in the middle of all that, people truly connect, which yeah. is becoming really harder you know, so even while people are sitting around and having a good time, Everybody's. whether they're eating mm -hmm. or enjoying, you, you still discover <clears throat> a lot of people are still on their gadgets. Disconnected. There's such a, a huge disconnection mm -hmm. in the room, even though everybody's having fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think Christmas season and other seasons like that are times where if you can switch that off just for a moment yeah. and really show That's presence. That's where the value is. And really, you know, strengthen that relational bond. Man, that would be a big plus. Like, for instance, you know, all the staff, a couple months back, we went to see the movie Harriet. Mm -hmm. All the staff. Right. For me, that was more rewarding than anything that all the staff could have come up with together to buy me or do for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was just that time that we bonded as a family. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's what we're, like, getting at. Like, I'm learning right. that that's actually what's most important. Those things that you can't put a price tag on. Right. Well, you know, we were <clears throat> discussing, I said, you know, okay, so what do we uh, do for Brandon, right? Yeah. And so we were just looking for, of course, several ideas came into our mind. Right. But we were looking for things that would mean something for, for life. Right. You know, there are things you, you know, you can give somebody even like so much money. Right. And, and for some, it may, 
It right. may be good. For others, uh, for others, give me some more. You know, <laughs> right. for others, um, there's just a way you can do some things that truly show how you value somebody or how you care, and it registers. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, for an example, you know, so mm -hmm. it's just looking for creative ideas, things you do, yeah. you know. And I think more than anything, what I think what I was kind of trying to say a minute ago is being there, being present, mm -hmm. knowing that if I ever needed somebody to talk to, I know I can call this person. Like, just being there is not so much as getting me a gift. It's the fact that I know you are with me and you are for me and we're doing this together. That's what I now value most in my life. Let me just throw in this. This is on the side. <clears throat> Excuse me. I need to drink some water. But let me throw in this. It's almost like a relational tip. Um, and what it is is you can do a lot of good things mm -hmm. for your significant other. Mm -hmm. And it won't even register. And it's like, man, you know, I'm doing all this <laughs> wonderful stuff. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's being appreciated. appreciated. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? The reason is that doesn't appeal. You know what I mean? There are things we're all created differently. So once you kind of find out what we call, you know, somebody's love language, love for language, example, right. just using that as an example. So if I love you the way I receive love, well, the way I receive love may not necessarily be the way you receive love. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. So if your thing is gifts, um, and then when somebody gives you gifts, then it registers to you as love. Mm -hmm. But if your thing is not gifts, you can give that person all the gifts in the world. What, if, like, what if your gift is quality time, but somebody, right. does, somebody don't have time to spend with you, they just want to get you gifts. I don't uh -huh. want gifts. Right. I want quality time. Quality time. So if you bring in that principle into, even with the kids, right. with the friends, mm -hmm. you kind of know... You know, this is what they. This is how that's they receive good. love. That's a good. That's that's, that's good. good. See what that's I mean. Really so good. even you with our children, what is their love language? What is that, your love language? Sense. Yeah. You're, you're now right. we we do know Kaylee's is probably gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee's is definitely gifts. <laughs> Not uh, any kind of gifts. She's like, Mama. I'm like, I, mm -hmm. thank you for what you got me. Like, she, <laughs> Yep, hers is definitely gifts. But like the twins, I think theirs is definitely quality time. Yeah. Oh, they, they demand they, it. They, 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 they want oh man, it. they, they demand. Want Are it. you taking us to school today? Mm -hmm. If we said not today, here Are comes we tomorrow. A movie today? Are you? We need, and they'll literally say, uh, especially Lakin, but now Lakin does it too. Yeah. Um, we need family time. Yeah. And I think that would appeal more to them for Christmas than they'll expect some little things because they know it's Christmas. But really and truly, it's going to be sitting back. Watching the movie with them, holding their hands, going outside, watching them ride their bikes, stuff like that. Those are the things they value the most. Right. Yeah. So, guys, I hope you guys are out there are paying attention to this. This Number is saving one, your pockets. This is saving your pockets. Number yeah. one, they said plan for the holiday. Yes. Like, get you a, um, a Christmas club. Yeah. Set you some money aside. A piggy bank. A Do piggy something. bank or yeah. something so that Christmas won't come up on you and you're taking out a loan or being in debt. Number two which is my favorite so far, look for creative ideas so that you mm. won't overspend. Right. Like, what's your child's love language? Mm -hmm. what's that's your, a good one, babe. That's, yeah. that's so good. What's your family member's love language? Mm -hmm. What's your spouse's love language? Mm -hmm. And you give to that. And sometimes yes. that's not spending money. And I'm all that undue you, pressure so, can yeah. be relieved. All of that pressure relieved. Run around the last second trying to find yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. think, of, think of making it about showing presence. Mm -hmm. Right. Be in the moment. I mean, really. Because that's getting really hard. Right. You know what it I mean? It is. You can be talking to your spouse, but you're not connected. No. Right. You know what I mean? So. And we're not I saying don't a... buy gifts. 
But yeah. just don't let that be the major emphasis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let the emphasis be on the person. Yeah. Right. On the relationship. Yeah. On how much you value that person, that yeah. type of thing. Which gets me to my next question. How do you cut down your Christmas list? Like, how do oh. you cut down who do I actually give a gift? Because a lot of the pressure comes in on... If they give me something, I gotta. That's get what them I used something. to deal with big time. Or you they expected me, or they're expecting me to get something. Mm-hmm. You know, because of who I am, they're expecting me mm-hmm. to give them something. So, how do you, number one, know who you're gonna give to, and number two, how do you cut that list down to only give to these mm-hmm. people? That's a good question. That was something that, that was first. so hard for me in the past. Let me go first on this because my idea is so opposite. Okay, like. <clears throat> It was so shocking for me when I first came to America. This tit for tat, scratch me, I scratch you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, um, parents paying back what they borrow from their kids. <laughs> it, it shocked the <laughs> heck out of me. I was like, what, what is this? I don't Definitely. get this. You know what I mean? And so um, where I come from, you give me something, thank, thank you. you. It doesn't obligate me to give Say you anything Say that again, babe. Bad. You give me something. If you give me something, thank you. But that doesn't obligate. That doesn't mean I owe you anything. Because here, you I know, get you, you something. Know, you're gonna be like, so, "Where am I? Right, where am I?" Yeah. So, uh-huh. and sometimes even when you give somebody something, they're a little hesitant to take it because they're like, so "What I gotta get you? What's, what's the catch? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the game?" People people find it hard to receive because there's always an ulterior motive attached to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, you give me something. Thank you. you. You know, and if I truly feel like responding, it's gonna it's gonna be because I want to, not because I have to. Right, right, right. You know. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, for me, as I've been saying publicly, I am in a really good place in my life, in my head, mm-hmm. in my spirit. I have pulled back from a lot of things. That's um, good. I have been so generous and giving for so long. And I honestly, and I'm not being funny, uh, but I honestly feel like the Lord has told me, daughter, I'm well pleased. You can step back and begin to receive. Amen. So, and I and I truly believe that's the word from God because I never would have come with that on my own. I, I've always been wanting to, oh, let me do this to somebody. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do more. Let me do more. But in this season of my life, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to work on being the best version of myself. And for those who are still near me, mm-hmm. I just want to be the best me for them mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not getting pressure into having to please people anymore like I said I think a while back I said when people put you into a imaginary imprisonment of unrealistic expectations because mm-hmm. you know people kind of like to count your money or count what, and, they, and they like to think they can um, they're entitled to what you have mm-hmm. but I'm just in a new season where mm-hmm. if I'm led to get you something I'm just led and if I'm not then bless the name of the Lord, and I'm not making any explanations. I feel good mm-hmm. just stepping back and just reflecting in this season and every season, honestly, on the goodness of the Lord, thanking God for my family, thanking God for our team that helps us do what we do. And outside of that, I'm like so good. Well, if you think about the law of creation in itself, when God will say to the land, You've given out for six years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now take one year for yourself. Just rest. Right. And that's something. Um, that's where I feel like I am in a season I mean? of rest. Yeah, so, so of rest. take some, take some, take take some time that's for like, yourself. Like, and I take like, one that's whole exactly year what I feel like. And rejuvenate, recuperate, so you can do more. Mm-hmm. And so it's not selfish at all. Is is the yeah, love? I don't know. Maybe because I'm about to turn forty. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just. It's in a new place. Yeah, I'm I'm growing and I love it. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm finally getting bold enough to, to let my yes be yes, 
and my no be no. And mm-hmm. if you're mad, then that's fine. I still love you, but I'm done trying to please people. I'm just in a really good place, and I'm very deeply grateful for that. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. good. That's good. Love that. Yeah. So. Know how to cut down your list, people. Yeah. Know how to cut down. Because I have so much pressure from that. I mean, so much pressure. That's how I would go in debt, trying to get something for everybody. everybody. Yeah, you can't. That's number one. You know, when Oprah uh, came to South Africa, you know, and she was very rich at this time, and she got so overwhelmed by the need she saw that she hopped in her private jet and left, you know. And when she came back, she just put a plan together and built a, a girls' academy. And just started from something she felt she could do, something that will have internal results, you know. So once you kind of know where you are, mm-hmm. um, that's where I will begin. You just know, you know, what it is you want to spend. And then um, based on that, you make your list. And uh, if others don't fit into that list, maybe there are some other ways that doesn't necessarily involve spending mm-hmm. uh, where you can show. I mean, just writing a call. A phone call. A phone call and you know, wishing them well. Mm -hmm. There's so many things you can do, so many creative ideas of what you can do. And I also feel like if I haven't proved or shown you, if you don't know that I love you the other 364 days of the year, Mm -hmm. then what is it going to matter on Christmas? Like, you should know that I love you. Like, my love, like my sister said, my love is not for sale. My love is not on trial. Right. Uh, He always says my love is not on trial. But the other day, my sister and I were talking, and she was like, look, just because I don't do something for somebody, it's not my love is not for sale. Like my love mm-hmm. is not on trial. So, if, if you're gonna base my love for you or the stability of our relationship on Christmas, right? Then what kind of relationship do we even have? What do we? Have? Do you want me to be stressed out trying to do for everybody for Christmas? I know mm-hmm. there's somebody out there like you want to do, but it's overwhelming you to try to figure out how to do for everybody. Mm-hmm. If people really love you, they wouldn't even want you to be in that position. Right. You do what you can for who you can according to the leading of the Spirit of God, and then be settled with that. Absolutely. Be at peace. Be at peace with be it. That's where I am. Absolutely. And for those people who won't watch this podcast until <laughs> after the holiday yeah, season. it's still a good thing to apply. It's still a good thing to apply, but I want you guys to tell them how to bounce back. Okay. How to bounce back after you've overspent, um, after you've overindulged, mm-hmm. how to just, just some um, easy ways to bounce back and... Get your life back on Well, I, I, let me speak on this because I'm the one that was over my ears and dead and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has that testimony, but Lord knows I do. <laughs> so let me bless the people. Yeah. Number one, come up with a plan. Uh, one of the things I did in 2016, I truly believe that what I did in the last quarter of 2016 uh, pivoted me into the breakthrough that I received in 2017 when, when the ministry was officially born in the store. Because for the last, like, Four or five months in 2016, I made a decision to go to a cash-only budget. I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I was tired of not having enough money, and I decided that if I didn't have the physical cash, I was not going to make the purchase. And I did that for about four or five months, and I realized how much I was wasting. Like, I would just go in, like, let's say, a place like Walmart or somewhere, you know, and I'm going there for one thing, but I end up with 20 things. I stopped going to control myself. I would just go somewhere like if Family Dollar had a loaf of bread, I would just go in there and get the bread so that I wouldn't be exposed. That's a part of shopping we men like, very specific. Yeah, yeah. so in other words, but guess what? Guess what that taught me? 
I know how to be specific now in my shopping, regardless of what store I go in. But I had to take myself back and learn on a, a simpler level how to have self-control when I go in a store. Right. I'm very targeted now in my shopping. If I say I'm going in for bread and this and that, or a lot of times like we'll ask Brittany to go and we'll say, get these five things. Like So I no longer just go in there and just throw stuff in my basket or just read stuff and say, hmm, I should try this. This you looks are right. Yeah. You know exactly what stores you want to go And how many? And in, in the that, mall, you know exactly where you want to go. Even in the store, even the mall or something. You know, they set up the store so you actually spend money like But that. I don't follow you that anymore. You spend things on what you, you, you were not even supposed to spend it on. Yeah. But when I went to that cash budget, that's when I discovered that I had more money than I thought I did. Because I was spending it by swiping my debit card. Right. Because it's easier to swipe that card than to count out cash. When you swipe that card, you don't see it leaving. You count that cash out, this is all the money that I have left. It was just a way for me to retrain my mind. I feel like God was preparing me for what he had in store. Like, if I didn't pass that test... I would have never made it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So one thing I would say is come up with a plan, whatever that plan is. But I would say going to a cash budget is definitely a way to show you how much you really spend or don't spend. It doesn't have to be for a long time. Some people actually live off that. They put a certain amount of money in an envelope, and that's what they live off of for 30 days. You see what I'm saying? But however, you know, you led to do it. I just say do that. Also, as I mentioned in the beginning, I literally started a Christmas club so that I would not be caught busted next Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, I stopped letting Christmas sneak up on me. And it doesn't matter if you have $300 in your Christmas club or 150 or 500 Only spend what's in the Christmas club. And that'll help you decide and prioritize mm -hmm. and not feel bad about it. I've set aside over the last 12 months $500. This is my Christmas budget. I'm going to figure out how to make it work. Maybe even figure out how to spend less and save some of that and move forward to your next Christmas club. So I think it's about being intentional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of people don't have a savings mentality. Right, have a savings account. You know, yeah. and um, it's hard for God to show you what to invest in if you got no money to invest. Word. Absolutely. So I'm saying Christmas Club, but also, of course, a savings account. I don't care if you open up a savings account and put $5 in it a month. At least you're showing God, I am trying to be a better steward. With what I have right now, trusting that in due season, when I'm faithful, you will increase me. Yeah. That's yep. good. That's good, guys. I hope you guys got these tips. I'm going to do it. Brandon's taking break. notes. What? <laughs> uh, um, and we're talking about, again, today, um, holiday spending. Um, and we've talked about uh, how to cut your Christmas list down. And mm -hmm. Pastor Kelly said, plan for the holiday. Pastor Sino said, look for creative ideas so that you won't overspend. Yeah. And uh, know not just your spouse's love language, but everybody yep. that you have a relationship on that level. You need to know your kids' love language. Yep. You need to, like, how much money would you save if you knew a your lot. kids' love a language, lot. with the exception of Kaylee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is the one who likes gifts. Absolutely. And we talked about how do you recover for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Kelly said, make a plan. Be intentional. And Pastor Sino say you got to have a saving mentality. Absolutely. So even if you're spending money, you got to think about how am I going to save from, from what this. I'm spending. Mm -hmm. So guys, it just shows I, you a good I, steward. That's a really good steward. And I feel like if we can follow these little tips, mm -hmm. guys, we're going to make it through the holiday season. All right. You'll be grinning next Christmas. Grinning next like, Christmas. Like, man, this plan worked. I think it's really about putting a plan in place. Right. You know, and being been very serious and intentional about that plan. Absolutely, absolutely. Any final words, Pastor Kelly, Pastor Sino? Um, 
one, one of the things that has truly helped me in life is, you know, you just, everybody has to really define their own reality. But, you know, Christians, of course, we let the word mm -hmm. define that. Half of the things you really think you need to feel important, you really don't. Like right. Kelly said, the world puts that pressure on you. So once you kind of uh, redefine the reason why you're doing what you're doing, the reason why you're celebrating Christmas, after all, what is Christmas truly all right. about? Mm -hmm. Once you settle that, it will guide every decision Absolutely. you make, Absolutely. especially your financial decisions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And again, just reflecting like over the years from moving from that cash budget, like I literally have learned how to save money. Mm. Like I really have. And I'm, that's something I used to deeply, deeply, deeply struggle with. Like even if I had it in savings, I would pull it right back out. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning now to I always have something put up and don't touch it. You know, and I think it's just a way of showing um, that you really are trying to be a good steward. And mm -hmm. I feel like once you do that, God will find a way to increase you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So That's thank cool. you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you're telling somebody about the Aguese yes. Uncut Yes, this is good. Podcast. I'm enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Yes. And keep listening. Tell somebody about it. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Can't wait for the next episode. I know. Something about the new year. Yep. Something about the new year. Love you all. Big time.